So, the wifey likes to use DoorDash, especially when she's feeling kind of lazy, which I, I can appreciate. I've been there. But, like, last weekend, we went swimming, and we did not feel like cooking dinner. So, it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't really that hungry, so I didn't really want anything big, but she wanted some Whataburger. But you, if you're not from here and you've never First had of all, I hate Whataburger. Why? Uh, we had them here. I think they're super overrated. The best thing about Whataburger, um, this is 20 years ago. Like I, I used to get, I worked night shift at wing house and we'd all get off and we'd go to the gym and work out. Well, we'd swing by Whataburger to carb load first. And I always got the, the biscuits and gravy. Their biscuits and gravy were actually pretty. Oh, legit. it's pretty legit. The rest, of it yeah. was, the rest of it was just meh at best. Yeah. I would say that, uh, outside of Texas, I would probably argue that Whataburger is probably not that great because it is a Texas based company started in Corpus Christi. Anyways. Yes. I will agree with you. Overrated. I used to eat them a lot more. But, like, the one we used to go to, like, right around the corner from our place, your food was always cold. Like, I just ordered this. How the fuck is this cheese not even melted on this burger? Like, what the fuck? So, anyways, uh, so she wants Whataburger. I said, okay, I'll just take some onion rings. I don't need anything crazy. And, uh, oh, also they have a, uh, right now they have a banana pudding shake that I wanted. And for some reason she could probably try that. Yeah, the shakes are legit. I like their Dr. Pepper shake, which is in normal uh, rotation now. But uh, uh, for some reason, she couldn't order it on on DoorDash. So I was upset that I could not have the shake. So mm-hmm. anyways, so she orders a burger. She orders a double bacon burger and uh, fries and a Dr. Pepper, whatever. Fairly normal order for her. Food comes. My onion rings are surprisingly undercooked. And kind of cold, but you know, given the drive, given the drive and everything, and I had one stop before us, so it makes sense. Um, but her burger is wrong. It's not a double bacon burger. It's a single normal cheeseburger. So that means Waterburger fucked up and didn't even give us the right burger. Four out of the six times we've used DoorDash in the last couple months, they've gotten our order wrong in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I but is her, it on DoorDash to make sure you get the right order? Or is it on the place you're ordering from? It's it's on DoorDash to make sure they got the right thing, like the actual like because it's gonna have your name on it, whatnot. A bag with your name on yes. it. Yeah, it's up to them to make sure that they got everything that's in the order. So mm-hmm. one time when we got Chinese food, I think a month ago, maybe a little bit longer. The summer has just really flown by. Um, they didn't bring the drinks. Like she'd order drinks, they just fucking didn't give them at all. And so, like, that was on the dasher. They're not checking at all. And then when she called the place, they said, no, no, we did it. And then, like, well, clearly we didn't get it. And they said they didn't pick up any drinks. Because, we, we, you know, you can text the person back if you have any issues, right? And right. so, like, well, we can redo all this. Like, no, fuck it at this point. You know, you guys just give us a refund on that. Mm-hmm. Like, just refund us the drinks or whatever. And then something, some type of complaining. And I hate, I hate having to complain, especially when it's for food. Because you never know the outcome. You work in the kitchen. You should know some of these things as well. Uh, I also um, know that's a horrible, 
horrible, horrible misconception. I know, but I mean, like, even the times I worked in the kitchen, we... That's fast food teenager bullshit. If you it see is. a bunch of teenagers working in the back, don't yeah. do shit like that at that yeah. restaurant. Well, at worst case scenario, you'd be like, okay, well, we're never giving you a, an order again, you know, if they want to be a dick. In, if in they want to be dicks restaurant, In a real restaurant, the worst thing that could happen is you could possibly cost that cook their 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 job. Yeah. Because if they've fucked up enough and the boss is tired of hearing of it, they'll just tell them to go home. Yeah. But that's, if it's you're not gonna get people doing like fucking waiting to your food, like with the garlic yeah. salt. No, no that's that. true. They're that's, not gonna do that. That part's true. Now we now that's, I will say that's teenage McDonald's bullshit. I will say one time working at Papa John's, we did get some vengeance on a customer who was just being an absolute fucking piece of shit. I don't care. That's disgusting. If I've no, we didn't do that. No, no, we didn't no, no. do that. We didn't I do that. We got into a fight with the guy. We, we did that you're Mm-mm. yeah no no we didn't do anything that would cause any health health code violations Mm-mm. we just we just got tired Gave of them the wrong food and fucked up shit like that and well in this case fine. it was pizza so what they did they ordered a large pepperoni with something and like they were so specific and they just kept giving us fucking problems and the thing is they were at the other end of our shopping center but they were too lazy mm-hmm. to ever come get their shit they demanded a discount they made us deliver it they wouldn't tip the driver and then they were dicks about everything. Mm-hmm. So this last time, we're like, fuck you. You're causing issues. So we gave them their you pizza. Apple on everything if it was me. Yeah, no, no, no. We fucking put jalapenos under every single pepperoni. Like mm-hmm. we hit, we hid them and we coated the entire pizza in anchovy juice. Ugh. We, we opened a can of, we paid for and opened a can of fucking anchovies just to soak the fucking thing in anchovy juice. Ugh. Yeah. So they never ordered from us again. Anyway, so uh, in this case, I don't like complaining at a restaurant unless we have, if we're at a restaurant and there's a legit problem, fine. Mm -hmm. I even won't send food back if there's a fucking hair in my food because it's like, Mm -hmm. that could be my fucking hair. Now, it's obviously not my hair. Whoop de doo. Don't eat it. If you see it, don't eat it. Um, I will, I will tell them I don't, I won't send it back. Like, I'm only weird about my steaks. Yeah. I'm only weird about my steaks. I'm not going to eat the steak because there's a hair on it. It's long and it's blonde. My wife is a redhead and I have brown hair, so it's obviously not ours. Yeah. So you're just going to take this off my, my just ticket take it off. and I'll yeah. just eat whatever my sides are or whatever. Yeah. But to me, a but hair like is a, a hair. Steak, if they send it out yeah. and it's too bloody, like if it's too rare where I won't eat it, I will send it back. But there's two tricks to it. Yeah. One, they get one chance to fix it. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah. stupid picky. I'm like, I like mine like in the medium zone. I tell them this is, this is my phrasing is I, I use it like every time is. I like my steak like I like my pussy, pink with no blood. Right there. You get that spot, that's my perfect steak. Now I will take some leeway. I understand it's hard to get it perfect every time. Mm-hmm. But if I ask for that and you give me something that's coming out and it's chewing on the salad that's next to it, it's yeah. too rare. I won't eat that shit. Yeah. So I'll give you one chance to fix it. And the second trick, and anybody who ever goes to a steak place and wants to send it back, you need to learn this trick. Cut your fucking steak into pieces before you send it back. Because if not, they're just going to take a press. Oh, yeah. They're, they're just going to heat it. it. Yeah, they're just going to heat it up. They're going to take your out. steak, yeah. throw it back on the flame, and just press the fuck out of it to get yeah, the yeah, juice yeah. out of it. They're just, they're just now, cook it again, yeah. Oh, so, so it's a three-parter. Yeah. yeah, so it's a three-parter. So the third one is when they come back with the steak, usually the manager or somebody's in tow with to make sure you're now happy, they'll tell you, do you mind cutting into the steak? And they will indicate where they want you kind of cut into it. Mm-hmm. don't cut into it in that spot look at your steak if it looks flat in any area go to the other part that well, i go for, not go for the flat. thickest part of the steak regardless nope because that's where they'll press 
Oh, okay. You go to the part that doesn't look like it's been pushed on. See, that's the thing is a lot of people don't know in kitchens, a press looks like a big flat rectangle and they will push down on it and it will well, anybody with out a foreman girl knows man so if you no know, because foreman girls have the the lines in it to to give you grill markings oh mine, but, mine has a flat flat top end but and oh okay i've never yeah. seen the flat one before yeah but um if you if you see that you cut into another part because they i've done that with the with the manager standing there I, i've cut right where they indicated and they're like oh so it's good now and i was like hold on and I went right over to just the other side of it and cut it right there. And the motherfucker yelped when I cut into it. So it was still <laughs> fucking raw. So I was like, no, I, I'm, oh, we'll get it taken care of. I'm like, no, no. At this point, I'm, I'm completely done. I don't want anything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm out, out. Yeah. So like I'm really weird thing, about yeah. that. It, it just puts me off of eating. And like Kara, Kara, like she bless her heart. She has to put up with me yeah. and I'm not as bad as it's put out to be, but I, I still can be pretty stringent in my wills and won'ts and at that point when i say no i'm good that manager keeps talking to me i will escalate to the point where i'm about to start cussing at this manager and kara knows she sees it coming and she'll tell no 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 he's good we don't need nothing he's good go ahead thanks, you know she'll thanks, try to chase him off because if, yeah. if it keeps going i'm gonna start getting more and more pissed yeah and then i start breaking it because i don't do that whole i'm not that dickhead who goes and goes well i'm a cook and i'm a this that and mm -hmm. next damn thing i don't do that shit with them one only time I mention what I do for a living is when it's perfect, like when it's good. I will always, one thousand percent of the time, send compliments back into the kitchen every time it happens because I understand it's hard, and I know it's not easy, especially in restaurants where you have hundreds of people coming in within an hour trying to get food out of you. Yeah. So when it's perfect, I make sure, hey, go back there and tell them I said this is one of the best steaks I've ever had. It's it's perfect. Whoever cooked it is awesome and amazing. Um, we went to a really fancy restaurant that they have here in town called the chop house for like one of our anniversaries. And I actually asked for the chef who cooked my steak and the, the waitress thought I was going to pitch them out, I guess, went and got the manager instead. Yeah. Okay. And the manager came over to the table. He's like, is there a problem? I'm like, no. He's like, well, they said you were asking for the cook. I'm like, well, okay, let me go ahead and explain to you. I'm a chef. I've done it for 20 years. I wanted to give the cook a compliment. I don't want to bitch him. And you could literally see the the anxiety melt off the guy's face. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, that guy. He's like, okay, hold on one second. And brought the lady out. And I told her, and I told her how good it was. And she was young, maybe in her 20s. Dude, she almost started tearing up because you don't hear good shit in the kitchen. You only yeah. hear negatives. Exactly. So she That's was like super job. excited to get, yeah. She was super, yeah, you never hear the positives. You only hear the negatives. Yep. So when I, when I, when I do positives, I will tell them what I do. When I, when I tell them I just don't like it and they keep going and I get to that escalating point, I, at one point in time in there, I'll go, look, man, I am a, a chef. You want me to teach you how you tell the steak's difference? And I'll give them the finger trick. And it works. Mm -hmm. Anybody who doesn't know about the finger trick for testing your steaks, look it up online. It 1,000% works every single fucking time. Yep. And it's, it, it, it's, a, it's an easy touch test to tell where your steaks are at. Yep. And... um. I will start breaking that down to them and you can see it like, Oh fuck setting into their head. And if they keep going, I'm going to start making up cuss words. And I really don't want you to tell me, Oh, well, we're going to give you coupons. Motherfucker. You don't got me to this point. You can take them coupons, fold them up into a long, sharp stick and stick them right up your ass. Cause I'll never, never, never. And so I have like, uh, escalating levels and Kara sees them coming and she steers off of them as best she can. But there are certain restaurants I will not go back into because I've gone there. I had to go through that whole rigmarole. So I'm like, that's it. I'm done. 
So six months to a year later, Kara be like, hey, you want to go give them a try, see if it's different? I'm like, yep, I'll give them a try. And if I have to deal with it again, twice, I'm done, done. I will never go into that restaurant again. I don't give a fuck if Gordon Ramsay takes over that fucking restaurant. I will never go in there and order. I'll stand outside, try to meet the guy, shake his hand, tell him what's up. But I ain't going to go in that restaurant and fucking eat unless he's going to cook my food. <laughs> yeah. So, so on, I, on, on I'm that weird note, about that. Sorry. No, you're fine. No, no, fine. I was going to say, uh, when it comes to steaks, I'm a little less picky unless it is pretty raw, but like I always order mine medium to medium well, but, mm-hmm. uh, the one time I've had to send food back for that reason, it was a burger and it was clearly, Ugh. it was clearly on the edge of the flat top because mm-hmm. the entire back half of that thing was just browned on the outside and completely raw. Like I, like the front half clearly had been on the, over the fire where it needed to be. So the further I got into the burger and it was just mush. Like and yeah, I, I was no. like, I was like, and I spit Burger's it out. One of those things I want mine yeah. done. I don't yeah. want it leather, but I don't want any red in it at all. No. See, I've, I've learned to cook them uh, to where they're, they've got just a little bit of pink, like, because I've, I've now know the difference. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely like, I don't overcook my burgers anymore, but the one thing I know I everybody's say, weird about it. Cause they don't want it to dry out, but yeah, I learned a yeah. long time ago. The butter, the butter trick is how I do. Oh yeah. It. If you do that for sure. If you um, put a little, little piece of a butter stick in the middle of the beef patty while you're forming it, mm-hmm. you can press it and get all the blood and stuff out of it and still keep it juicy. Yeah. But you know, it's just to each their own, but yeah, yeah. like most mass produced burgers, fast food, whatever, it's going to be done until there's no tomorrow. i got a raw burger from mcdonald's one time i almost lost my shit that's insane because that just means they threw it on there for like five seconds and they brought it back because this shit's already frozen patty form yeah they have the clam shells that press yeah. it and have a timer on it for when it's done and all that so well, that means they purposely popped that press to get the burger out faster well even you funnier i almost threw up i was leaning out the window spitting and gagging because you remember burger. most before they did the press or after they did the press thing and then brought it back, they did it in little slider drawers. Like they threw the thing in the fucking drawer and it just sat there until it cooked inside the thing. Well, they still have, they still have the, 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 well, okay. I'm old. Yeah. I'm old. I worked at McDonald's when I was like 17, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're talking 97, 96, 98, somewhere in that ballpark. And they had just brought the clam shell. The clam cookers were big coming in then. Mm -hmm. So we had those, but then we also had those little brown trays that you'd keep them in. You'd cook them in that. Yeah. And put them in the brown trays to keep them warm. It was just a warm it's a warming tray. Not to cook okay. them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so I I never heard of nobody cooking them in there. That well, that's what it always horrible. appeared like from the outside when you're watching. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it was. But yeah. um, the one thing I was gonna say is my bigger pet peeve is fucking way overcooking chicken, like giving me a dry, tough fucking chicken breast or something. Like that's, that's another that's, one of my weird my spots, man. I I would rather it be overcooked than anywhere well, near undercooked. If no, I see believe me, the I'll, slightest bit yeah. of undercooked chicken, I will blast that fucking restaurant. I will blast the manager. I will blast everybody. I will blast Kara for making me eat there. Like any kind of chicken, because that'll kill you. That no, that's just true. Won't make you sick. No, no, It'll I understand. Kill you. No, believe me. And, I, oh my god. And and Oof. you know, and you know, there's a sweet spot. Yep. And it's a pain in the ass. Even at home, yeah. it's a pain in the ass to find it, especially, especially like, if you like white meat. Like I'm a breast guy. Yeah, I'm same a breast here. and wing I'm, guy. So 100%. I'm a very big. The the trick I've learned is cooking it upside down, cooking it with the yes. breast meat downwards. Yep. That if, is if one if of you're the doing best it that ways way, to yes. get it to temp. Yeah, that's yep. the best way to get it to temp and keep it juicy. So so one thing I started doing for me personally was I started uh, butterflying 
the breast mm-hmm. to yep. make sure it's even cooking. You're not having to deal with one really thick fucking part if you're not going to smash. Oh, you're talking it. about a boneless breast? Yeah. Oh no, no. I, no, I, I all, mean, just, all my boneless breasts. So I don't go that far. Yeah. No, but boneless yeah. breasts for sure. Um, and always trim out all the nonsense that they fucking don't yep. get on the butcher. That little piece of cartilage that they always all leave that nonsense because I bit into one of those and I yeah. fucking cut my gums. Like I Ooh. cooked it, didn't realize it was it was a super uh, clean cut piece mm-hmm. of that cartilage, and I missed it. And I fucking bit into that part, and it just went straight into my gums like a fucking razor blade. Yeah, it fucking hurt. Um, because it was it's tough enough as it is. Then cook it; it's worse. Um, yep. But the other thing I was doing was uh, searing it and then putting it in the oven to bake. You know, at some point I was doing it that way. But other and times, now, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say some uh, depending if I pull out the griddle or not, which is a, mm-hmm. a, a panini press the flat griddle. Top. It's a, well, no, no, no. It's a panini press. The George oh, Foreman panini thing. press. Okay, so it's a it's you. a panini press slash George Foreman grill. So it's got the fat collector mm-hmm. and all that stuff, but it's a mm-hmm. two sided press. Mm-hmm. So it's heat from top and bottom. So the other thing I would do is I would butterfly them, season them, and then put them on that and then clamshell it. So at least it's cooking from both sides, not just one. You know, which yeah. one mistake people will do? It'll cook like a motherfucker for one side, and then the top won't look like it's done, but you're really burning the fuck out of it. You know. Yeah. So go ahead. Yep, it, is a hard, it is a hard one to, so referring back to, because I know we have at least one listener who likes to fucking write in, mm-hmm. um, even with his wrong opinions. Well, we got two, but we'll still write in. just every once in a while. Um, but just so people understand, I am an asshole when it comes to, to food stuffs. Uh, not because I think I'm, I'm better than any other people. It's just because I, I'm paying for it. So therefore it needs to be a certain way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but I also the the opposing side of that is I am Carol argue with me about it. I am a hellacious tipper. I don't do 10% tips. If you get a 10% tip from me, you barely showed up to do your job. Dude, you should be doing like, better than I 10% am, any given day. If 10, 15, 18, whatever, I am 25 minimal. I am mm-hmm. a quarter of my bill minimal. Yeah. And that is usually only going to the waitress who only has to come drop off my food or not even that come take my order, bring me a drink. And then you never see them again until the end where yeah. they have people from the kitchens, bring the food out and all that. And, oh, yeah. and I'll Just ask food the people runners, if they yeah. bring, yeah, if they bring the food out, I'll ask them, I, I will stop them and be like, so do y'all tip share or how does that work? And if they tell me they tip share, I'll give a little bit better tip for yeah, those get yeah. around. But if it's not tip shared, nope, you're getting the minimal tip because that person did the important part. He brought me my fucking food. Yeah. One person cooked it. The other person brought it to me. All you did was write it on a pad. What the fuck am I tipping you for? Yeah. So, so, so I even, will minimal tip them. For instance, but I'm very good about going up from that. I don't go down. If I, I, I have rules again, I'm, I know I'm an asshole, whatever. I'm weird. I have my set standards, but like if my cup is empty on my table and I look over and I see you and you see me, we make eye contact and you're my server and you see my empty cup, I will start deducting off your money, off your money. Yeah. But if you're that guy, like I'm literally not even taking the last sip out of my drink and there's already another drink on the table, yours is going up because mm-hmm. you're on it. You're not just paying attention to one table Dude. or two tables. You're paying attention to all your tables. You're earning this fucking money. Yeah. So I'm, you know, having worked in the, in the boat on both ends, technically of the food service industry, you know, both either mm-hmm. making the food or <laughs> delivering the food. Cause I've never been uh-huh. work, never worked a restaurant, but I've delivered a lot of food. Um, gotcha. Tipping matters, service matters. But if yep. you if you punish the person who's bringing you your food for how bad the food is, you're you're nope. fucked hard. Yeah, I've that's actually not on had them. like 
that's another thing I've actually talked to the waitress about, like referring back to that steak restaurant where I went to where the manager came out and was mm-hmm. offering me free shit and I'm exploding on them. You can see it written all over the waitress's face. Uh, when I go to write the, cause they bring you your bill and they'll show you where they subtracted it out. Yeah. I will add whatever was subtracted out into the tip that I was going to give them anyway. Yeah. I've done that but too. They, and I tell them, I'm like, look, I'm doing this cause this isn't on you. You didn't do this. You didn't earn this. This is being part of your tip now. Yeah. You took well, care of when I told you it was a problem, you went and tried to get it taken care of. The fact that they didn't take care of it is not your fault. So that's going to be in your tip. Yeah. I've gone out of my way before to tip a server specifically because I didn't know if they did uh tip sharing. I'd be like, look, you were on top of it and you took care of us, but the food was mm-hmm. shit. Like that wasn't your fault. So I made sure she got the tip for what she did, like handed it to her yep. specifically. I'm like, look, you got no tip on the fucking thing. Here's your cash. Don't tell anybody a fucking about it. You did a good job. It's not your fault. This sucked. So, yep. Now on top of that, that before I've done the scene that here in the table next to you, like full of young people laughing and giggling about leaving a dollar or $2 tip. I yeah. tipped higher on waitresses on that. Well, I've uh, given them more because I was like, those assholes, look what they did that table. You're going to be cleaning that table for 45 minutes after they leave. And they left you $2. Yeah, no, that part sucks. Um, yep. one thing. So we've had, uh, cause we used to go to Chili's a lot locally mm-hmm. and chili's is fine don't get me wrong they have some good they food used to be better yeah they yeah. used well everything used to be better let's be honest um <laughs> but i guess it just depends Marty. on it depends on when landry's <laughs> it depends on when landry's came in um yep. since they fucking own everything especially yep. here because they're from here <laughs> it's like the ale house used to be really good and once miller's kind of took them over and became miller's ale house they're just they're okay at best sure sure mm. um but we we went one time and I think it was either a Friday or a Thursday, because usually when we went out to dinner, and we didn't feel like cooking, um, we had some horrendous fucking service. Like, took our order, brought our order, never saw them again. We needed ketchup, we needed other things, our drinks never got refilled, mm-hmm. fucking left fucking two bucks. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, rounded up, almost. And uh, the next time, I don't think it was Chili's, it was somewhere else we went, and we went with a few friends... And that waitress, holy shit, dude. We we couldn't get rid of her. <laughs> like, like, dude, like our drinks couldn't even come close to being empty. Like, if it got if it got like down to a third of a drink left, our drink would mysteriously disappear and be replaced. Like, fucking anything was on there. Like, we needed some fucking napkins. Like they were just there. Like, okay, what the fuck? Right. Like, you need a ketchup, it would just appear on the table. Like, I don't understand how she's doing this. But I swear to God, she came back to the table 12 times and like mm-hmm. we didn't want for anything. So it's like that was fantastic service. Mm-hmm. And there's other times where it'll be fucked up. But it's like with, when in, within a DoorDash discussion, it's like now that you've added an extra, extra step to getting your mm-hmm. food, like it's hard to know who to punish. Like you brought up earlier. It's like, was well, it the restaurant's fault or is it Dasher's fault? Um, if you forgot something like, OK, so we had an issue with uh, pizza hut kept fucking forgetting something every time we ordered from them. And that was their own mm. delivery driver. Like it's on the fucking receipt. Like, and you managed to not bring it here, you know, or they charge us for something and then we don't get it. And, you know, at this mm. point, you know, you're a few miles from the store. Do you go and complain or do you try to get the driver to come back? And it's a busy Friday night. Having done that for six fucking years, I know how big of a pain in the ass that is especially when it's not your fault. So if whoever packing the shit up and it, you know, is ready for you to go, I mean, yeah, you should be the last line 
of defense there, but say it's something inside the box. You don't tend to check that kind of stuff. You know, like, oops, we forgot the olives on your fucking pizza. Something like that, you know? It's like, but they take it out on you. You know, like, now I have to go make another delivery for free, and this time they're not going to tip. You know, and then DoorDash, because it's a non-centralized thing, that could be a fucking nightmare for somebody if they've got to fucking fix that. Or if it gets refunded, like, we did get a refund on one thing where they got so screwed up. Uh... You know, and God knows that the uh, door or the dasher got paid out for that properly. You know, I don't know how it works with the intermediary. But one thing I wanted to bring up because we're talking about returning food or whatever, we went to breakfast the other day at this newish place called Sugar Bridges. I like their food. This was a lesser experience this go around. So we get in there; it's cafe style, you know, and they've got like kind of redone Southern food, you know, just depending on how it's, how it's put together. And I didn't, I wasn't sure what I wanted, but the wifey decided she wanted, uh, chicken and waffles, which is what I was looking at. So I said, are you sure you want that? Cause you might, I've had chicken and waffles before. I know you haven't. So you might not like it. You're like, you sure you want, don't want me to get it. And she's like, no, I'm going to get it. And I'm like, okay. So, and then I end up getting a, I think an omelet, which is pretty fucking good if I'm honest. So she gets the chicken and waffles. It's a big fucking Belgian waffle, right? Malted waffle, if that helps anybody. Mm. And uh, chicken strips, you know, mm-hmm. fried chicken strips on there. And she took one bite of it, and she's like, it fucking tastes funny. And I'm like, what do you mean it tastes funny? Looks fine. Like, definitely cooked, you know. And... I taste the chicken strip. It definitely overcooked was definitely in the fryer for too long, mm-hmm. but also clearly whatever batter they're using or whatever oil they're using to fry it in has just a weird aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I couldn't nail down what it was. It had something to do with either the seasoning or the oil couldn't nail it down, mm-hmm. but you know, it was just kind of off putting with they the, probably put, they probably put fryer cleaner in there. Like well, this powder you put in there that pushes all the burnt stuff to the bottom and cleans the oil to get you through a busy time. But I mean, it has a weird taste. I mean, it could be that, but I, it it tasted. It didn't taste strange. It just didn't taste well with everything. Like it's like they have ingredients, but don't realize how they go together. You know what I mean? So like you've got the waffles and you got the chicken. So you're trying to mix some savory and some sweet, right? And then mm-hmm. you add you add in the maple syrup and whatnot, and it's just like these things don't go together. Like just it's it's almost more like they put it together but didn't realize how it would be on the end run you know mm-hmm. so for me i'll put up with a lot of things plus i have a different palette to her in the first place so some things i like she's just not going to even bother with you know but i got her into eating sushi i got her into eating indian food you know curries and stuff like that you know broadening her flavor profiles you know basically mm-hmm. but with this it'd be like i could have eaten this and probably gotten away with it but for her she didn't like it and here she is right now knowing i'm talking about her she heard you talking about chicken and waffles. She's like, it's talking about how you didn't. We were talking about restaurant experiences, and I was bringing up how, since you're here, the uh, chicken and waffles that you ended up not liking. And then she, like, obviously, we can't hold that against them. It's nothing they did wrong. I think it's just their batter. Yeah, something was weird about it. And it it Ricky was. Batter. It wasn't like disgusting. It was just their batter. Yeah. But Ricky was just <laughs> saying, because he's a cook, he was saying that it could have been maybe there was the. 
uh, fryer cleaner. It's a cleaner. fryer cleaner. It's a the, powder. Yeah, so maybe there might have been some fryer cleaner in there when they deep fried it. And maybe some of the taste backlash. But either way, the point was, like, for me, in eating it, you know, because I ate some of the chicken strips because she really didn't like it. Like, it just, they were tough. Like, definitely overcooked. And there was a big gap between the batter and the chicken. Like, it had, yeah. like overdone. but Shriveled down. Shriveled yeah. down from being overcooked. Uh, but either way, yep. uh, that experience as well. So I ordered a hot coffee. I forgot exactly which I ordered. Uh, and it got it. cold? It didn't get cold. It came to me cold, which means they didn't steam the milk before they fucking added it to the coffee. So they Ooh. just poured cold fucking milk in my hot coffee and just fucking chilled it out completely. And then her iced caramel macchiato she got, because that's the only thing she seems to want to order. Um, Bougie motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, she loves Starbucks, <laughs> let's be honest here. Um, mm-hmm. But for her, like... So you, her and Kara are going to be best friends. Oh, like, I, fucking I guarantee you they would be, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so she... And I'm guessing uh, somebody didn't clean the machine properly. And, like, she pulled mm-hmm. her straw out and there was, like, a wad of... I don't want to call it hair necessarily, but something got caught up in there and, and gross. So she got a replacement Ugh. drink, same thing. And then, yeah, whatever that was, the water. Yeah, like it was either like, yeah, it was either that or like, either way. But the point a is scrubby or something, something. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Couldn't tell what it was, but we turned it back, got it replaced. And then like later on, we're talking about it. And she's like, I don't even think I really like this place. I'm like, and why did you insist on going here? I was like, <laughs> I like what I've had. Oh, and they also have a uh, they have a donut burger that I want to try. Oh, uh, I still want to try. I've never done so that. The, it's it's like the, a Luther Krispy Kreme. Yeah, yeah the so, Luther. So yeah. the Luther made it famous at uh, in, I think it's Arizona. Was it Chicago? I no. thought it was the Chicago base. No, I think it's I think it's Arizona. I think it's the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Either way, so it's a burger. It's a cheeseburger with a donut on either end of it. Or one mm-hmm. donut cut in half, depending on how you do it. Some places will get a big, big old donut, cut it in half, throw it on the fryer, put the burger between it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. We I always heard it was a Krispy Kreme split in half, and then you flip it so that the icing part is on the inside. Yeah, so just depending. Because yeah. some places will do it with two donuts, one on either side. Just depends on who makes it. Damn. Um, I'm down for that shit. You're making yeah. a fat jiggle. So for me... I want to try it, but I don't see it as a breakfast item. I see it as a lunch item. It's nothing I want to go oh, at yeah, at definitely. 9 a.m. So we haven't yeah. gone there late enough for me to justify ordering that or their money. Isn't Cristo. it weird? We'll eat breakfast for dinner and not blink an eye about it. But if you talk about any kind of dinner product, you're like, fuck, no, I'm not eating that for breakfast. Well, Isn't that weird? I'll, well, if it's at a restaurant at home, I'll do leftovers for breakfast. Uh, I mean, leftovers. Yeah, just grab something cold and go. But I'm, not, I'm, no, talking, no, I'm, talking, about, like, I'm talking about I eat lasagna for breakfast. After thanks after Thanksgiving, I'm eating fucking all the turkey and stuffing and all that. Well, shit I mean that stuff breakfast. too. I'm making sandwiches and shit out of them. Yeah, I'm down. For oh, that. I'm saying I'm, 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 eating, I'm eating. I'm eating leftover leftover dinner for breakfast. That's what I'm not talking leftovers. I'm talking about you making a meal. Like you oh, get yeah, up for yeah, breakfast yeah, yeah. No, and you make lasagna for breakfast. That's not the same thing as you're yeah. eating some. No, that's what I'm getting. No, I've seen somebody mm-hmm. with a breakfast lasagna concept. I. Uh, yeah, I've seen that before too. But no, so, what I'm saying is but, actually like, exactly, oh, yes, it's yes. breakfast. I'm hungry for breakfast. Let's make yeah. a salad. Like nobody, I've, you you don't hear that. But for dinner, shoot, not ninety percent of the time over the last two weeks, I've had bacon, eggs, and toast for fucking <sighs> dinner, just because I'm just in the mood for that shit. Yeah. Um, but going back to my point on that, so yes, and I have no problem. Depend going to a breakfast e restaurant and getting a dinner item would be weird. But you're right. Eating mm-hmm. breakfast at any other point of the day is completely acceptable. Yep. Um, 
Speaking of which, I think I had cereal the other night at like 9 p.m. just because I wanted to put something yep. in my body. Just because um, there's nothing weird. Just grab a bowl of Fruity Pebbles and go to it. Well, fucking 10 o'clock at night. Well, no, the weird part was I put it in a cup. <laughs> well, that's weird. I basically drank my cereal. That's I weird. I didn't overload it with milk and I just drank my uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Anyways, uh, so the thing is, is like, I like this place and I do want to give them another chance. Clearly, this was a bad day. But mm-hmm. I think like, even if you like a place, you do have to try the items you're interested in and just whittle out the stuff you don't like. And if you get like halfway through their menu and you just don't fucking like it, then I would say cut it out, maybe. You know? Right. But the other thing is we haven't tried any other pastries or baked products, which they have a lot of. So, you know. Do you have like a, a, a tester thing? I'm trying to explain it. Like, if I go to a restaurant I've never been before, mm-hmm. I will always try their Caesar salad. Like even if it's just a side oh an, I, an item that is like the thing you go to to see if they're good yep see if it's any good uh, and if i don't like it then i pretty much shut down on everything i just get like french fries or something you, you know what's funny i have that for barbecue places but not mm-hmm. other places really so for barbecue i try their beans and their turkey if you can nail okay. those two things especially the turkey then i right. will trust not everything else dried out yeah, yeah. and and if if your turkey is dry as fuck and your beans are bland as fuck, I'm not going to eat there again because you don't care right. about your barbecue. But that's, that's if, well, if, you're tech, you're from Texas. That makes sense. That barbecue is your, your well, that, well, that's the thing that like, well, other than that, it's going to be like a burger. I mean, like you can't really mm. fuck it up, but you know, mm. I get what you're saying about Caesar salad. That makes sense. Cause I've had some shitty Caesar salads in my life. Yep. Um, then again, mass produced Caesar salads are probably going to suck anyways. Um, Caesar salad, macaroni oh, and cheese is another one. That's a good one and, too. You're right. And they're chicken tenders. Yes. Like, like I would say that. Like I will try those things, and if none of those things are good, I'm pretty much done on that restaurant. So, like a lot of times, I'll order if they have like a triple sampler appetizer thing. Yep. So that kind of gives that's you that way to check everything. Yep. That's kind of a good way to go around the bout. But I, you brought it up with the salad. I forgot about one thing where I had to uh, complain at a restaurant. So went to an Italian restaurant here in town. I won't name them because I do like them. But this mm-hmm. is, this happened to be an issue. And it, apparently it's a common problem, especially in salads. So I'm sitting with my roommate because we went there fairly often. And uh, my my mom called me. I remember this. And they bring me my opening salad, you know, because it's an Italian place. You got to fucking have your salad first. <clears throat> and I take a couple bites of it, and then I look down and I notice some movement. Now, mind you, my mom, oh. my mom called me right at this moment, so I look at oh. it, uh, and apparently this is a common issue. It's ladybug. Yep, gets in there on the lettuce. Yeah, it gets in on the lettuce. So that also means they didn't clean their lettuce. Yeah. So for me, I wave down our waiter, and I'm on the phone. You know, so being doubly rude here. So without interrupting my conversation, I literally held up the salad, phone to my ear, and like pointed at the fucking ladybug. And I'm like, can you give it? And they're like, do you want? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, just bring me my penny pasta or whatever I fucking ordered. I don't even know. Um, it's a good, it's a good place. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's an institution in our town. So that's why I don't want to talk negative. But that was just one of those times where I had to bring it up. Like, uh, I'm not eating around ladybug. Can you fucking take the salad away? Um, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> Put so, it out back for her and her people to have the rest of it. <laughs> her and her people. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Um, but you know yeah, how no. you can tell the difference between a male and female ladybug, right? Uh, one eats the other. I know for that sure. 
No, that's oh. the praying mantises. No, the, the female ladybugs will eat the males too. That's yeah, the thing. Well, that's also a thing. There was a there was a joke laying there, and there was also a fact. But the okay. joke is, you flip them over and look underneath. Okay. But the you look up the, the factual one, yeah, is the color. Like the the brighter colored ones are the males. And oh, the that that makes sense. Females. In nature, that dark, makes sense. Dark, yeah. Like the brown ones are the females. Okay, I actually did not know that. But no, I do yeah. know. I do believe that female female uh, ladybugs are cannibals. I believe. Huh. I might would have, not I, surprise me. I might be mixing up that com that uh, bitches that be fact. tripping, yo. They always are. <laughs> um, and I think on that note, it's a good place to go ahead and actually end. Um, I think I'll I think I'll have the whole food. Now I'm fucking extra. hungry, but not oh. for a salad. For some reason, no, no salad now. Salad right now. <laughs> they don't want to. I kind of want some chicken strips. If I'm honest. Oh, also, uh, speaking of chicken strips, I did buy a bag of Tyson chicken strips the other day, and it was the most bullshit bag of chicken strips I've ever seen. I had so, like four in there. Oh, there was like there was not a whole one to be seen, and they were all broken or small. And I'm like, this is horse shit. But anyway. Ugh. I I bought some sauces. I just wanted to fucking put them on chicken. So that's that's my, it. That's just my fault. So it is what it is. I will say, and I brought it up to you guys <clears throat> the other day. Those fucking uh, fried onion burgers I made. Mm-hmm. I got to make those again because I was talking. Those with, actually look pretty good. Oh, they're fucking fantastic, especially with the wagyu beef. Um, mm-hmm. But I was talking with my buddy from work because he keeps telling me I need to come over and cook with him. I'm like, fucking tell me when, asshole, because he has a whole outdoor grill and uh, flat top and all that shit so uh i told him I was like, it looked like really like this is not this is not talking it down this is the best way i can analyze it analogize it if that's even a word technically is they looked like like really fancy like crystals or white castle burgers yeah like, that's what they're based on they're because yeah, the, the cooking were, cooking the beef good. on cooking the beef on the onions is a white castle thing um yep. white castles technically invented the concept of sliders yeah, and crystals, crystals is the same thing, but in the south, a lot of people yeah. might not have heard of. Them. No, people know but crystal it's the same, burgers. The yeah. Same little mini burgers, and you get like twelve of them for a dollar, like yep. that same shit. Yeah, White Castle technically did it first, but not by far. But yeah. uh, in this case, for those who don't follow my social media, um, they were because uh, I did post the pictures. I was like, they were so fucking good. They were full size burgers. Actually, they they were full size burgers, but they were mm-hmm. uh, smash burgers. Yeah. So three to four ounce balls. Uh. You know, and then put them on the flat top, season them real quick with some salt, and then you put on a pile of fucking very thinly sliced onion. Like, use your fucking mandolin, get that bitch like you can see through, and you pile it high, and then you smash the onion into the burger. You know, I need a better, I need a better, uh, hard, wide spatula for smashing burgers properly, but I'm getting my technique mm-hmm. down. And then you, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a trick, and you're gonna be mad that you didn't think about it. Just what? use a dinner plate, dude. Yeah, but in the situation I have, it's a lot harder to actually make that happen. But you have like it. the the you have the flat top griddle plug in griddle thing. Yeah, yeah, you you could still use it on that. You eh. just use the bottom of your dinner plate. Yeah, spatula is better. You already have it in your hand to <laughs> flip, anyways. <laughs> but you so, have to go buy a new spatula to do it. You can. Just but I did. I did. Plate. I went and bought a much thicker, wider. Of one, course but, you did. <laughs> but what I really want is the uh, George Moats Smashula, which is literally made specifically for making burgers, and that's the only purpose of it. It's wide and flat, even to the point that if you want to use a heavy dowel to to flatten it, you can do that. Either roll way, roll it out. <laughs> like no, you don't. No, no, you don't. A couple of times. No, you don't. You don't do that. You set the you set the Smashula on top of it, and then you just apply even pressure with the heavy dowel. 
Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I've, I've watched that burger show on YouTube or the burger show. I should say not that burger. That's show. too much. No, it's no, fucking good. Either way. So continuing on with this quick recipe before we wrap up here, it's super simple. So you put the shit on there, you smash the onions into the meat, and then you let it go until you're basically seeing the juices pool on top of the onions on top of the patty. And then you flip it. And then once you flip it, you immediately apply your cheese and then you put your top bun, your crown as it were, and then your bottom bun. And then oh, you fancy sounding bitch. So what you're technically supposed to do is cover it so that you capture all that fucking steam to steam the buns. You don't have to do that if you don't want to, but you should. And then, and this is a technique I learned watching the show. I completely missed. It's called the pinch and pool. So when you take your burgers off the grill, how do you normally put them on the bun? I'm asking oh, you. Put them on a bun? Yeah. So like if you're, yeah. if you've got your burger on the flat top or the, whatever you got in there and you scraping it up with the spatula, you just slap it on the bottom bun and go on. That depends on what kind of things that like, if I have cheese and stuff on it uh-huh. already, then yeah, I want okay. the cheese upwards. Okay. So. In this case, there's not a whole lot of fixings. There's no tomato, any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's just straight up simple burger. Mm-hmm. I learned the pinch and pull method. Okay. So you already have your bun. Your top bun's already on there, right? Mm-hmm. And you you can dope it however you like. Mayo, mustard, whatever you want. And then in this case... Do I you take toast the, your buns on the flat top with it? Uh, not in this case. This case, you okay. want them soft. But other times, okay. 100%. So if you got room to actually toast your buns, otherwise totally do that. So in this okay. case, you, t- you, one, one technique that I also learned was you use the buns as leverage to move the burger around and you tuck okay. the, uh, you tuck the onions underneath. Mm. So something I didn't realize until I watched this. So, because what you want is three stage of onion cookage. So mm-hmm. the outer lacy edges that are outside the burger are caramelizing and even getting a little bit burnt closer to the bunt or closer to the patty they're just lightly cooking through like browning essentially and then right in the middle they're still very very white and translucent barely cooking because apparently onions touching the meat don't cook out they They won't transfer the heat to the meat yeah they won't actually caramelize it's pretty cool yeah it takes forever to cook them out yeah Yeah, but this is a burning the meat but this is a super thin patty gotcha so what you do is you use the buns for leverage and you tuck those caramelized edges up underneath so that they stop cooking. Hmm. And then when you, you take your scraper or your spatula, you jam it up under there, pick it up, take the bottom bun off the top, put it under the spatula, pinch the fucker together with your other hand. And you pull the spatula out. Hmm. Burger done. (laughs) Hmm. And I did it the last few times. I was like, why have I never tried this in my fucking life? This makes sense. Cause I'll even put like the extra steps. It is, but instead of trying to transfer the thing over to the other bun and trying to get it out, and it actually works. So basically, you form your burger completely around the spatula, and you just pull the spatula out, and it's good to go. You just set it on the plate. So it worked out really nice. Either way, they're fantastic, especially with the wagyu beef. Like I don't like to throw a lot of money at it, but in this case, fucking worth it. So you buy two pre-made Wagyu patties for like eight bucks or something like that. And it turns into fucking six smaller burgers real easy. Cause you try to cook that motherfucker. Each one's like a solid quarter pound, almost third pound fucking patty. It's a pain in the ass to try to cook those through. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, 
The last time I tried to cook them as they were, it was fucking raw in the middle. And I was like, fucking A. I ended up having to microwave them because it was a whole burger at that point. So either way, I'm going to make more of those. But one thing I thought about adding was some mandolin sliced super thin garlic. Hmm. Because that shit will cook down to like almost non-existence. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking throw that on top of the onions before the flip. And like, so it just hits, it doesn't cook and burn because burnt garlic fucking sucks. But if it's sitting there with the onions cooking and all that fluid, it's just going to basically evaporate and turn into the burger as well. Yeah, the the trick I do with garlic, I actually learned from uh, uh, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Like I have the book that Goodfellas is based on. It's called Wise Guy sure. by Nick Pelleggi. Um, He talks about uh, Big Pauly um, making the sauce when they're in jail. And yeah. he would take a, a straight razor. Yeah, straight razor. Know, yeah, no, I've seen. And uh, shave it. Like yeah. paper thin. Binging like, with Babish. Translucent. Binging with yep. Babish and did then, that. And then you just do it in hot oil. It melts it into a liquid. Yeah. And then so, it just cooks into whatever you want so, without burning actual garlic. So to me, I figure instead of going that far, I'll just use my mandolin on the tightest setting that I can get. That works too. Yeah. yeah. I'm already there. But no, that's that's where I got the idea. I figure, but I'm not going to make a tomato sauce out of it. I'm just going to Well, I'm saying you could flavor. still, like whatever grease or whatever you're throwing on the mm-hmm. flat top for your burger, you yeah. could just do the same thing. Just throw that thin little piece in there and let it cook off and become the liquid. And then See, that's that's why I'm saying do it on the flip. So that mm-hmm. it just gently heats up and then you flip it and then now it's sitting with the onion juices going up into the meat. Yeah. So either way, it sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it next time I do it. Another so. uh the the poor man's version of that, like mm-hmm. I guess poor man's version, but the way I've done it too at home when I didn't have fresh garlic. Yeah. Was if you have a jar of minced garlic. Oh, I just I take always the have juice. It on I have just the, take some of the juice oh, yeah, I've and done pour that. it onto onto there, and it does the same thing. It gets that garlic infused it, without actually having to burn garlic. Am I the weirdo who's had the same jar of minced garlic for like four years? I mean, yes, because I use the fuck out of mine. Mine doesn't last. I get the big ones from Publix, yeah. like that big. The, the, the wifey green, doesn't like, like garlic like on it. I do. Yeah. Oh man, I will, especially if I'm cooking some Italian around here, dude. Mm-hmm. We scare away all the vampires. There's no vampires. Yeah. In oh no, I put my, I put mine in the in the meat in the sauce whenever I do that. Yep, it goes it goes when I cook my vegetables down for my mm-hmm. sauce. It has garlic in it. The garlic goes in the meat, and the garlic's already in the tomato sauce too. So then when I combine all those things, it's just extra garlicky. <laughs> so so this this uh, bonus episode is going to be called. Shogi and Ricky just talk food. <laughs> yeah, Shogi and Ricky teach you how to kill vampires. Basically. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I have, actually have some black garlic hot sauce that I'm using. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I'm not fucking with hot sauce, man. I can't do it. But I mean, it's not like, it's not super spicy, but it's like got that gar- that really garlicky heat to it. That robust garlic. See, like I love yeah, black like, garlic. Like, so I that's love- even crazier. I love kosher dill, but I really love a hearty garlic dill. Fuck I yeah, buddy. fuck up a hearty garlic dough. Yeah, but I, but I hate bread and butter pickles. I won't eat can't, it. Can't like if you it. put bread and butter near my food, I will nope. throw it at you. Yep. So you and yep. I, you and I are on the same page. Does Kara like it though? Yep. Kara hates anything vinegar. Okay. She doesn't. So she I didn't know. She doesn't like mustard because it's too vinegary. Eat. She doesn't like hot sauce because it's too vinegary. She does not like anything vinegar based at yeah. all. So Miss Choki loves bread and butter pickles, but I can't stand it. Yeah. So. Yep. Kara probably eat them. Well, no, I don't know because it's still vinegar based, so probably not. It's Which just, is weird because she'll eat barbecue. Which I keep trying to tell her, I'm like, it has fucking vinegar in it. And she's like, me, it didn't really taste like it's the application. She won't eat it. mine. Like I like I like mustard barbecue, which is very Same. vinegary. 
but she likes like the really thick and sweet molasses barbecues. So mm. maybe that's why she gets away with it. I'm, I mean, like, because Texas barbecue sauce is very different from Kansas City mm. or. Uh, it's or, like a thin ketchup based. Some of them are like super Texas, thin, right? but I like yeah. I like mustard based sauces, too. I have a mustard based hot sauce. that's absurd. I like um, I like thick mustard based. I don't like cattle. Like, I know you don't like the brand. I think we've talked about it before, but Cattleman's uh, Tangy Carolina Gold. Mm-hmm. I like that. That consistency of mustard yeah. barbecue sauce. Oh, Carolina. More than that's, the one that's just, other style. Yeah. Yeah, I said More Kansas City. That, I didn't get to Carolina. Kansas so. City is the thinner one. Yeah, they like real thin and sauces. Then, Fuck that. Yeah, it's almost like just pouring a liquid on your food. I mean, yep. it tastes good still, but it's just uh, not a fan. I like, I'll eat it, but if I, prefer if I the want Carolina thin, if version. I want thin sauces, I'm going for Crystal Hot Sauce from Louisiana, and that's. Well, weird. if I want thin mustard sauce, I'll just put mustard on my shit. I'm not there for <laughs> oh, that. Mustard. I'm there for a barbecue oh, sauce. Yeah. I have. I'm gonna send you a picture of this weird mustard I picked up and see if you might like it or not i'll send you a picture mm-hmm. of it so you can read the ingredients it's fucking weird but I like right. it. um either I, way. I remember back in the day uh uh i can't remember it was gray poupon and hellman's got together and made like a dijonese in a squeezable bottle back mm-hmm. in like the late 90s, i remember 2000s. i remember dijonese it was a big deal i mean i used to fuck that shit up and i can't find it anywhere anymore um, like, at all you can find dijon mustard and you can find mayonnaise but i can't find them mixed together in the squeeze bottle no more don't think it exists anywhere I think you're right. I used to fuck that shit. Uh, oh, dude. Side question before we wrap. Have you ever tried coarse ground mustard with mm-hmm. green apples? No. It's really fucking good. Like the brown mustard? Like the, the chunky brown mustard? Like like the really, like, it's got some, it's got the mustard fucking grains Seeds in it. Like, yeah, yeah, like the really thick shit with uh, apples. I've never had that with apples. I've never heard of that mixture before. I had it in a charcuterie board. At uh, uh-huh. at a bar we used to go to, shout out to Gingerman. Unfortunately, it's no longer around, but that was a, that was part of their charcuterie board. And like, I didn't think it was going to be something I liked. And like, like they were separate, and you just dipped it in there. No, no, it was, it was meant, meant to like go together. With that. No, no, it was oh, meant okay. to go together. So like, they had the, the they had the meats and cheeses, mm-hmm. and then like, a, I know what a charcuterie board. No, is. I know, but I'm explaining to other people <laughs> um, the meats and the cheeses and like a couple different things to dip in but then like that had the apples and i think a couple like some grapes or something like that just to add on the other side but it was meant to dip the apples in the mustard and it was fucking Mm. phenomenal like green apples specifically like so not not i mean you could do with red apples but it was a green apples not the yeah because it's a tart more tart less sweet yeah but it worked so like green smiths yeah yeah so i mean it worked i never would have tried that otherwise so you know and good luck convincing a lot of other people but you're a chef so you're more open to food ideas as long as it's not raw onions i'll try it <laughs> like yeah don't dip raw onions in it oh i won't i, no, will run. I don't eat raw onions at all like i am that <clears throat> that you want to see you can make the best meal in the entire world if you put a raw onion near that motherfucker i won't eat it at all like i like people have tried me they'll make like a, a potato salad and they'll just take one raw onion and run it across the top of the potato salad they put on my plate and i will catch it and i'll be like nope i'm out i'm done i'm okay like, i'll with... take a bite out and be like i thought there was raw i thought you didn't put onions in this damn it oh we just wanted to see if you'd actually taste it and it's not the onion flavor because i will use onion powder like a motherfucker it's mm-hmm. the raw onion flavor mm-hmm. and to me it just kills everything anything you put it on i don't care how good it fucking tastes all i'm going to taste is that onion see, I it like does a, not I like it on burgers <clears throat> i can't that whole burger just tastes like a hot onion sandwich <clears throat> to me I'm i mean don't put don't put a lot I mean, like, put... no, nah, I'll put onion powder in my ground meat mixture before I make my patty. Yeah, that's I'm not putting onion... out and I'll I'll eat cooked onions all day. I will eat the fuck out of some cooked onions. Yeah. But raw onions. 
nope, I'm out all the way out. Hmm. Don't even fuck with them at all. Like I'm like so bad to the point Kara can tell you, like I've gone to McDonald's. They've gone to hand us our food out of the fucking window. And before they even took the bag out of the window, I'm like, my, that food's wrong. Oh, we do have to have me handed it to you. I'm like, I know it's wrong because she got a chicken sandwich and I got a burger with no onions and I can smell those fucking onions from over here. So that my food is wrong. And they went and opened up. Sure enough, had raw onions on it. How the fuck do you know that? Not, I don't eat raw not onions. Not going to lie. <clears throat> I actually used to really enjoy the like really diced onions, like the super fine diced onions that they used to put on their double cheeseburgers. Yeah, but they also heated those up and cooked them some. To a degree, I won't eat them. but they were crunchy yeah. enough. I, but like, yeah. I'm not a like I'm I'm on board with you. Too much raw onion, I'm not going to be on board. Like I've had somebody literally slice through a whole fucking onion and put that on the burger. I was like, I you can put a couple. This chick rings. I went to school with, I still remember this till the day I die. In middle school, so you're talking 35 years ago. Like she, she was a vegetarian. You know that was a big deal back in the very early 90s. Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. She literally every day for lunch, she opened up her fucking paper sack and pulled out a whole raw onion and a whole raw tomato, and she just ate them like apples. Some people can do that shit. I don't understand it, but they can do that. Tomatoes, I can and understand I, to a degree, but not an onion. And That's, before before an Jay starts writing one of his stupid fucking emails about it, I don't care <laughs> if it's a purple onion. I don't care if it's a Vidalia onion. I don't care if it's a sweet onion, a green. No. The only onions I will fuck with is like scallions, and that's only when it's mixed into cream cheese or in my potato salad. Other than that, and they've got to be chopped small. They better not be big. You're not going to pick some wild onions and just gnaw on it? Nope. Mm-hmm. not fucking with none of that. I, I'll, at total side note before we go, because I need to go. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, I got to go too. I got to walk the dog. It's about to rain its ass off here. Yeah. Uh, my best friend had wild onions and wild garlic growing in his Ooh. yard, so it smelled very interesting when they mowed. <laughs> it's like no people like the smell of cut grass it's like well didn't know that you had wild onions and the only reason we found that out is these weird ladies who were walking the neighborhood i don't know what they were doing selling something i don't know bibles i don't know what they were doing she lit they literally stopped we're playing in the yard they stopped at the driveway and went oh look at that and they literally pulled it out of the ground dusted it off and just started fucking eating it look at these wild onions i was like who the fuck are you and why are you eating grass out of someone's yard Rolling up over black Cadillac High heel boots and a sexy body full of tack